welcome back to Mom Talk. Today we're going to cover some of y'all's questions that y'all submitted on our Facebook post. And I think the first one we're going to talk about is bedtime morning routine. Okay. And I think mine's probably a little different from yours because my kids are older. Oh, for sure. And they have to get up and get ready for school school, which I know your kids still go to school. Right. But I need to I mean, if they get there at 7.30, 8, 8.15, like, I have wiggle room. That's still pretty early, though. I mean, yeah, I have to be at work, you know, by 8, so. Yeah, that's an early drop-off time. Yeah. But are your kids already up in the morning? <laughs> or do you have to wake them up? So Mason's up at, like, 4.30 most mornings. Sometimes he'll sleep until, like, 5.30. Wow, sleeping in. Uh, sleeping in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remy, I have to wake her up. What time do you have to wake her up? I'll let her sleep until the last possible minute, which kind of sucks because I don't, like, see her in the mornings, really. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, 7.15. I'm like, okay, I have to wake you up now. Okay, so Henry, if I could let him sleep longer, I would, but he doesn't like to wait till the last minute. He needs his time. Yeah, he wants to have, like, at least an hour to just, like, chill in the morning. I feel it. We're never rushed. Even if I waited till the last minute, it's not technically the last minute because I don't want them to feel rushed. Right. But he even got up at 6 this morning. I'm like, mm. that's when your sister is, I mean, she gets up at 5.30 because she wants to do her hair. But 6, she could really push it to that. He could sleep until 7. So I would get all the sleep I could. Same. But he wants to come downstairs and just watch a little TV in the morning. So we don't have a super strict routine, but they do know they're getting up. Emma's older now. She's doing her own hair. She's washing her face. She already picks out her clothes the night before. Okay. So we don't have to worry about that. Then I do still help make both their lunches just for time purposes. They know what they want. They help pick it out. We might lay that out the night before. And then Henry does his own hair. He likes a little slick comb over in the morning. Okay. Brush our teeth. I mean, our mornings, I... My main goal for the mornings is to keep it as peaceful yeah. and calm to Not start like off the, the day. chaotic, frantic rush out the door. Right. I can't I can't do that, so I don't think they want to do that. So I, I just try to keep it everything planned out the night before and cal- as calm as possible. Yeah. And then Emma's gone by 6.45. Oh, so early. It's so early. Ooh. So then I do have more time to just kind of like take care of Henry if he needs anything else, mm-hmm. but... For the most part, our mornings are super easy and very routine, very same order. Okay. And then we're going to get in car line for Henry. That is a lot different than I feel like my mornings around here. Okay, tell me. It is a, it's not chaotic. I do everything that I can to make it not chaotic, but really it just depends on what mood Mason wakes up in. Like, I try so hard to keep a calm, peaceful morning too, but if he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, there's no recovering. Well, you have a four-year-old, so yeah. I do remember my times with... <laughs> Emma being four, and it was not so peaceful. Yeah. So Mason does wake up, you know, super early. Um, Jarrett, when he's home in the mornings, because, you know, with his weird schedule, every third morning, he's not at home. Mm-hmm. So when Mason's up at 4.30, Jarrett is so gracious and gets up with him. Yes. And that's their time. Which I was going to say Mason probably wants. Oh, yeah. He wants that dad-Mason time, and they do whatever. I don't even know what, because I am still asleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's been like that for a while now. Like, Mason used to sleep 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., and then just all of a sudden was like, how about 4? Do you think he did that to see Jarrett? I don't know. I don't, I mean, can you consciously wake yourself up at 4 (laughs) a.m.? When you're like, it started when he was three, like a three-year-old's like little body clock is just like, bing. I don't know. That's so early. I mean, I've adjust. I've tried adjusting his bedtime. I've tried different things and like, it doesn't matter 
what time he he can go to bed at 7 p.m. He can go to bed at 11 p.m. He's waking up early. How how lovely for you. Jarrett doesn't require much sleep. Like he never has. He just runs on fumes and he loves it. So Mason's. Mason inherited that. He's following suit. Yeah. Anyway, so they have their hangout times in the morning. Good. Mason will wake up and eat breakfast with Jarrett. They unload the dishwasher in the mornings for me, which is so great. That's so cute. Um, And then I'll get up around like six. Usually I'll get myself ready. Depending on which job Jarrett's going to that day, he's sometimes out of here by like 6.45 at the latest. Sometimes it's more like 7.15, depending on what job he's got going on. And then getting the kids ready and out the door is usually a solo thing for me. That's already gotten easier, though, because Mason will get up and get dressed now. That's nice. Or I'm like, hey, go get dressed. I set his clothes out. I pick out their outfits for the whole week. That's really smart. That's really smart. So I'm like, oh, you have soccer on Wednesday? Soccer shirt for Wednesday. Like, I lay it out. I look at the weather. Yes. I'm like, do you have a spirit day at school? Um, And then the night before, I'll put the next day's outfit in Mason's nightstand. And so he'll wake up and put his clothes on. Oh, that is so smart. So I'm like, hey, get dressed. Yes. Which some days he just does. And some days it's a war. But it is what it is. And I'm like, hey, go brush your teeth. Same thing. He's able to just go do that now. Mm-hmm. I do inspect his teeth because I'm like, did you just like lick the toothpaste and call it good? No, you <laughs> have to double check. And then, you know, I said I let Remy sleep till 7.15. So Jared's always gone by the time she is waking up. So she doesn't ever see him in the mornings. Okay. But I don't think she cares because it's just been that way her whole life. She's used to it. She's just like, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. I get her ready. Same thing. Her clothes are laid out. I still do have to get her dressed. She's two. Mm-hmm. Um, brush her teeth. Do her hair. And my kids are spoiled. So Mason eats a breakfast when he wakes up with Jarrett. And then he eats another breakfast <laughs> at six when I wake up. And then he wants a snack for the car, which is super comical. Like, if y'all knew how close I live to their daycare. <laughs> I mean, you would think we were going to Florida. They want a waffle and a drink and usually some type of fruit. Just for the car ride. It's a four-minute car ride if I don't catch the light. If I catch the light, it's like six minutes. Can they even finish eating it? No. Okay. It's like still a whole waffle by the time we get there. (laughs) They may have eaten their raspberries. I don't know. (laughs) That's why my car is a disaster half the time. Oh, don't get me started on cars. Because I'm like, what is happening? Y'all, and Mason, you've already had two breakfasts. And then he goes to school and eats a third. Yes. But heaven forbid I don't bring a car snack. We have to have a car snack. I don't think we ever grow out of that, though. My kids still need a car snack. It takes me longer to load them in their car seats than it does to drive to the daycare. (laughs) And we need a a whole snack. Which for Remy, I feel like it's, I mean, it's a double standard I have, I guess. Because for Remy, I'm like, oh, yeah, you just woke up. You're hungry. True. So it's Mason's third. It's Mason's third eating of the day. And then a fourth when he gets to school. He needs it. He is a breakfast guy. Like, he literally eats, like, big breakfast, he eats some lunch, and then, like, dinner, he could literally lick a potato and be fine. Okay, so that's his, like... That's how his body works. He's loading up. Yeah. Breakfast is the meal of the day. Okay. So, yeah, mornings, and then I'll go to work, or, you know, I work part-time, so I'm off Mondays and Fridays, so on those days, I'll get my groceries, I'll clean the house, I'll do the things so I can spend more time with them when they're home, home, which is really nice. But, yeah, mornings, I mean... Some days it's great and it's a dream and everybody's happy. And some days everyone, like we walk out the front door and I'm like, my neighbors hate me because I've got these screaming kids out here at 7 a.m. Right. What about nighttime? So nighttime, I am a routine person. So even like trying to adjust their bedtimes is a big deal for me. 
Right. Like, even if it's 30 minutes, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I do this now? Yeah, we don't want to get off schedule. So, we eat dinner between 5 and 5.30 every day. We do bath. And I probably bathe my kids. How often did you bathe your kids? I really did it every day. I okay. know some people that don't. I'm like, it is a hot topic, I feel like. Like, Ashton Kutcher and Mila got, like, hated on because they're like, we wash them if there's visible dirt. And that's it? Yeah. They were, like, in an interview and said this. Okay. I mean, and everybody hated on them and was like, ew, that's nasty. And they're like, they're kids and we're waking up and doing the same thing again the next day. That just makes me feel like, but they're sleeping in the bed and getting their yeah. sheets. and Right. I mean, I can skip a night, don't get me wrong, if we haven't been doing out too much, but no. And yeah. my kids have never fought me on bath time either. I know some kids don't like bath right. time. Henry loves a bath. Mm-hmm. And he's a boy who I thought would have the most resistance from. <laughs> But no, he's like, he's like do give not me that bath. skip my bath. <laughs> so, no, we take a bath every night or yeah. a shower. They they bathe every night, yes. Yeah. So, you know, I, even when they were like baby babies, it was hard for me to skip nights because I'm like, you've been spitting up and peeing on yourself all day. And it's just, like you said, the routine it's so and relaxing. it's relaxing. I love a bath. Like, I don't have hobbies. I'm not adventurous. I don't do things. Baths are my hobby. And it's my thing too. So maybe we have this in common. And I know. Nobody else <laughs> does this. But no, so now the current age they are, I'll give them bath. I mean, really like 6.15, 6.30, somewhere in that window. If they want a longer bath, like sometimes I'll let them take one in my bathtub and like, oh yes, the I'll turn bathtub. the jets on and it'll be like overflowing with bubbles and you know, bath bombs and oh, all love of a it. Bath bomb. Sometimes we do like a quick little pit stop bath, mm-hmm. but you're, you're getting washed mm-hmm. every day pretty much. Mason, like you said, is the boy. So I'm like, are you going to put up more of a fight and some days he's like mom I swim in the pool do I have to take a bath valid and it you know he's going to daycare I mean okay Sunday nights you have to take a bath because you're going to school on Monday yes but then on like a Wednesday if he's like I got in the pool I'm like okay good enough yeah I'm not gonna I'm not fighting it because he is so good about it all the time if there's a random day he's like I don't want it to Mm -hmm. not I'm fine it's not a battle worth having for Mm -hmm. me so I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll like, just let me brush your hair. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. I'll get the squirt bottle out. I still have baby wipes. Let me wipe you down. <laughs> Remy likes a bath. She loves a bath. Sometimes I'm like, hey, we don't have to wash your hair. She's like, do my hair. Mm-hmm. Like she wants me to do Okay, that. how often do you wash their hair? Every time. Okay. Uh, I know I'm going to have to back off that with Remy, and I've started to try to, but she just loves her hair wash, so I will just condition it. Okay. But her hair is so fine and thin that mm-hmm. then she looks like she really hasn't been bathed in a long time. Then you need It's to. greasy. But you've always washed Mason's hair every, every time. night. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's pretty good about, you know, when you're rinsing their hair, like, look up, look up. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good about it, but still sometimes just, like, won't to be defiant for whatever reason. And I'm just, like, I'm dumping this on your head anyway. Yeah, now we're going to do it. And my mom, one time, she's like, well, that's a different approach. <laughs> like, when she was watching a bath, I was like, look, I gave him some warnings. Like, yeah, he had options. He, he didn't have to be waterboarded. <laughs> but no, nighttime, yeah, so we do bath. Then we go upstairs, pajamas, teeth. Um, we recently changed it up a little. When Mason turned four, he got a tablet. Okay. And Mason is not a screen kid, and he likes this tablet, but when I'm like, hey, you can watch this for 30 minutes, and I'm coming to take it. He's like, okay. And he fights me tooth and nail on a lot of things, but that's one he's just like, So when you got come it. in, he just Yeah, he's like, okay, good night. Okay. Now, he might sneak down the stairs a couple times, be like, I need some water, or this or that. Typical kid stuff, that mm-hmm. stuff. 
I know it can be annoying, but most of the time I'm not bothered. I'm like, yep, you're a kid. This is age appropriate. You're four. Mm -hmm. And he really doesn't do it that much, really. Remy is my screen kid. She would watch TV from sunup to sundown if I would let her. Mm. And if I'm like, hey, I'm coming in in 30 minutes to take this. First of all, she's two. She doesn't really know what that means. Right. But you still got a warning. You got your warning. She loses her mind. She has a meltdown. What are, What is Remy watching? I need to know. It's hot. Oh, my gosh. So Paw Patrol. Oh, love classic, it. Classic, you know. Mm-hmm. Then there's Spidey and his amazing friends. Okay. Are you familiar? I wasn't. No, we didn't watch that. Okay. So there's like these three Spider-Man kids. Okay. And there's like a girl one and she's like pink and white and purple. Do we love her? Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, she's in love. <laughs> she is. That one's name is Ghost or Ghosty. She is Ghosty. She is her. That is her. Okay. Like we're done being Elsa. We are Ghosty now. Okay. She walks around spraying her fake webs. Yes. So Remy is my screen kid. So I would do let them have some tablet time at bedtime. I just feel like I like to watch a show before I go to bed. I like to decompress. Right, you're just kind of zoning out. Yeah, and you know, I turn like their brightness down on their screens and stuff. And half the time, they fall asleep before. Okay, the time's up. up. Okay, and if they don't, like Remy's just gonna have to cry about it. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're sad. This is what it is. Yeah, you're lucky you get to do this at all. Do you have any other like technology restrictions throughout the day, or do they care during the day as much as like Remy cares at night? Yeah. So Mason, the way to punish Mason is to tell him he can't go outside. Mm. He doesn't want to live indoors. Yeah. So he doesn't care a thing about technology, really. That's really nice. And if he, it's just so random, but he will occasionally be like, hey, can I watch my tablet? And I'm like, sure. He will watch a video or not even a full video and be like, okay, I'm going outside. Right. I, he and said, no matter the weather, right? No matter the weather. Okay. I'm out there in the snow, the rain. We were literally in the slip and slide yesterday in the pouring rain. Oh, well, that makes it more fun. Yeah. Well, I'm like, there's no thunder and lightning, <laughs> yes. so, like, have at it. Yes. So, he's not a problem. I didn't have to set any boundaries. Remy, like I said, will sit there the entire time. So, I don't know. It, yesterday, it was raining. So, this is, like, a good example, I feel like. Yesterday, it was raining. So, I'm like, do you want to play Play-Doh? And she's like, no. Like, okay, you just want to watch Paw Patrol all day? And she's like, yeah. So, sometimes I'll let that go. I'm like, it's a rainy day. Right. We've all had a movie marathon. Yeah, you would be doing the same thing. I mean, it's hypocritical. Yeah. So I will, if it's like bad weather outside, be like, yeah, sure, have at it. But on a nice, normal, regular day, I'm just like, hey, you can watch two episodes. We're turning it off. Mm -hmm. We're going outside. We're Play-Doh. We're cooking. We're baking cookies. We're doing something. Is she okay to go outside? She does not love it when it's hot or super cold. Okay, so she's Emma. Yeah, it's, I mean, we're talking fall and spring. Emma likes a good 70 degree crisp Mm -hmm. afternoon. Yeah, like she's not really about the hot or cold. Mm Mm-hmm. So summer's kind of a struggle, but she will. She's gotten really into like a tea party. So I love that. She'll sit outside and have a tea party. That's so cute. Yeah. She doesn't have to be doing outside things outside. No, but we're we're outside. Yes. I'm like, get some fresh air. Like, it's just good for you. And if you are outside, you're not, you're not crazy and up the inside of my house. Mm -hmm. So yeah, please play outside. Okay. I don't think I have any restrictions, but that's probably not shocking. I don't have like a lot of restrictions on anything. Yeah. But when they come home after a long day at school, I'm okay if that's how you want to decompress for a little while. Yeah. Watch a TV show or play one of your video games. Right. You're not going to hold them to a standard that you don't have for yourself. 
Right, because I just feel like, gosh, you've been having to work so hard all day. If this is what you want to do to have fun for an hour, then that's fine with me. Yeah. And both of my kids are really good about, oh, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Henry definitely wants to go outside pretty much no matter the weather, just like Mason. Yep. If I entice Emma, she'll come with us. She will definitely want to swim. So summer's actually good for her if there's a pool around. Okay. So we're good on that. And then part of our nighttime routine is we will all just be in the bed together watching something together. Okay. So that is how we wind down too. Yes. We're just all like nighttime is just our time. I know. I mean, if we can just all lay together, cuddle, watch a show. Right. That. Makes like, me so we don't happy. have to actively be doing something together, but we're just hanging out and, like, we're zoned the, out. Yes, we're, <laughs> together, in the, we're in the same room. And then, so, you know, obviously they're older. So if we're coming home from sports at weird times or something like that, they are each taking their showers at different times and eating at different times. But by the end of the night, we are all going to be together. In, together in somebody's bedroom watching TV we still read a book every night. Like, oh, we read a hundred books a night. Remy, yeah. as much as she loves screen, she does love a book too. I mean, my kids have always loved that. Yeah. So now we have a book that they both like to read, like a chapter book. And I just read a chapter or two out of it each night. We do our devotional. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but I still like, I say goodnight to Emma first. It's not like she has an earlier bedtime, but I just say goodnight to her first because she has to get up earlier. And she's your first kid. I feel like that's just the order of things. Like I'm always yeah. going to say goodnight, Mason, and then Remy. Yeah. And then Henry's next. And yeah. I mean, they both go to sleep really well because I, you know, you read all that stuff about screens on right before bedtime. Mm-hmm. And if that were ever an issue, I would change it. But they've been fine. Yeah. With that. And both sleep really well still. So our nighttime routine, I still try to keep it super peaceful and plan out all their um, their outfits for the next day. But I'm going to start doing Henry's for a week like you do. Oh, I love doing it for a week. That is so smart. And he still lets me pick out his clothes. Emma, I couldn't I don't pick out her clothes anymore. But I think I could get her to do a couple nights in advance. Especially when she has dance and stuff. Like you said, for soccer. Mm-hmm. No, it's been great. And like a few weeks ago, I went to the hospital. So Jarrett just kind of like got thrown into, hey, like you have kids. And I ended up being admitted to the hospital. So he was like, oh, I see why you do that now. Exactly. He's like, that is like make or break in the mornings. I mean, brilliant. And like, you know those little cubby organizer hangy things mm-hmm. i just do like monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday i am not a pinterest mom but that is as close as i've ever been right there <laughs> is that hanging in his closet yeah and then i'll just take the one outfit and put it in his nightstand for the next day so that it's ready for him mm-hmm. they're not like labeled or anything and if he's like hey i want to wear jeans today not shorts easy swap because i have jeans and shorts throughout the week for him right especially i mean year round he wants to wear jeans okay so I'm like, oh, not a problem. Just switch them out. Like, that is just so smart. No, it's really made my life easier. I'm going to incorporate that. Um, For the other sports moms out there, y'all already know, like we're either eating dinner at 4.30 or like 9.30. Ugh. And I'm sure other people have way more like prepping ideas than I do. But I like to have something in the crock pot for when they get home. Something super easy or a spaghetti. Yeah. Super, super easy that I can fix really fast or already have the meat sauce made. And they can eat that. I don't feel like spaghetti is too bad before like a baseball or it's nothing. I don't think it's too heavy. 
and they can eat that before. I only have them part of the time, so I don't have to plan out all week food, but I have to do at least two nights. So one night I might have them with nothing to do, which is right. so nice. Oh, yeah. And we can actually get home from school, relax, cook, eat, go upstairs, shower. But those busy nights, I try to have something pre-planned and already made, most of already made, that they can just eat it, even if it's different times before they go to practice. Do you ever feel like you get, like, jealous of their sports? Yeah, I know that sounds so weird. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. I mean, I know exactly what you mean. Like, you're taking my time. It's hard when you have to especially split time. Right. And I don't know how I would feel because I've split time for so long. If I wasn't splitting time, how I would feel with Mm -hmm. a sport. Right. I love that they love it so much and they get so much out of it. Oh, yeah. You're happy to see your kid happy, but part of you, like, I think it can coexist that you're jealous of their sport. When their sports only fall on my nights. It feels like a personal attack. I (laughs) am like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And then not their dad's night. Not like I want him missing either. No. But I'm just like, okay, I won't see you this week. Yeah. Just take I feel me like out. that would be hard. It is really and hard. And like I have my kids all the time and I'm already imagining like feeling jealous. I'm so happy that you're happy and enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And I get to watch you do something you love. Mm-hmm. But I miss our time. Like I already feel that and they aren't doing anything yet. Yeah, so when they come home from those practices and I'm I am putting them to bed, I'm just like I'm just gonna lay here and stare at and you. Stare at you. Hope and you they're don't just mind me. like, Are you good? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I'm not good, just let me live. Just don't mind me. I know. Which they know that I'm like that now. Yeah. But so they'll indulge me. I mean, thank goodness. I know. What would you do if they didn't? I know. They're they're very nice to me and let oh. me be crazy with them. Good. I know. As they should. I know. They're so sweet. Okay, so another topic y'all sent in, I thought this one was really good, is disciplining different personalities. So I would say Victoria and I are great to talk about this because our kids are so different. Yeah. Okay, Victoria, you start. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, you know, all the memes and Reels and TikToks and stuff make it sound like your second born really puts you through it and makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. Mine is my first born. He makes me look like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he is a very strong-willed child, which I'm not saying that's all bad. That can be great. It's going to be it's good eventually. Hard. It is going to be great. Mm-hmm. He is going to be a leader mm-hmm. of something. Yes, he will. <laughs> but it's hard to raise a strong-willed person you have to think he's not just going to be a child forever he will be a strong-willed person yes and that will be something people like about him yes that will benefit him that is hard to parent and that is hard to help steer him in like hey you can't just like say that or do that like I get why you're doing it and saying it but no but he's like yes I can he's like why wouldn't I and now we're gonna fight he will fight you tooth and nail on everything he has been very express it he's been very verbal his whole life like he started talking very young like full sentences very young yes he's very well spoken and it was ne- it I think a lot of things that I read are like you know the biting the hitting the whatever it's frustration because they can't communicate I'm left clueless because this child can communicate does communicate he's like I'm mad so I'm gonna hit you now okay and he's I'm telling like, you and then what's he coming will, and then he will do it and I'm like <laughs> 
we, we can't do that. He's like, yes, I can. I'm like, but why would we do that when we could just talk about it? He's like, because that won't make me feel better, obviously. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, like, okay, they don't teach you how to respond to that because you are expressing your feelings, but you're also giving me what you think is a solution. Right, because he is still four. He is so four. he's expressing it, but he still feels it really deep that he's got to yes. physically like, express it. Yeah, I'm like, how about a pillow? Like, why a person? We don't hurt people, you know? Like, so having to find that balance of you can express yourself. You can go hit this pillow. You can hit this stuffed animal. You can do these things. But leave people alone. Like, just talk to people. He has a temper. Does, and do all those things work? Or are we still adjusting to these things? I mean, I think... We're both adjusting. I think the older he gets, he's like, okay, you're right. And, like, I think being in school, like, his daycare really helps him, too. Just because it's kids his age and, like, learning how to interact with peers and problem solve with people more on his level. I do my part at home, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I can't be a four-year-old. Right. I can reason with you on a different level. A four-year-old's reasoning is different. Absolutely. So we've tried a lot of different things with him. Um, You know, we have done timeouts. We have taken away privileges. We have added chores. Like, hey, you have all these responsibilities you're now going to do. Which, that one was short-lived because I don't want chores to be like a negative thing for him. Right. It's something we tried along the way, but ultimately I was like, you know, I don't want him to have a bad taste in his mouth on helping out around the house Mm -hmm. because he got in trouble. I don't want that association there. So, I mean, we've tried a bunch of different things. I do believe in spanking. He has been spanked. Um, But that's... that work? So, I don't spank just because you're being bad. If you're going to be mouthy and have an attitude with me, I'm not going to spank you because you are saying words. Now, if I say don't run out in the street and you run out in the street, I'm going to spank you. For because me... Safety. Yeah. For safety, I do spank. Mm-hmm. Like, if you or someone else is going to get seriously hurt, I think me spanking you is more beneficial than you getting hit by a car. Right. So I need you to take it seriously. I feel like spanking did work just because I only use it for safety. So he knew he knows how serious it the was. severity of the situation. Okay. And you know, like there was an incident where he didn't do it on purpose, but he was playing in his sandbox. He got frustrated. He got mad. He went to throw the shovel he was playing with. And it was like, you know, like a little kid, like big shovel though, like long handle. Mm-hmm. And he threw the shovel. Remy was in the sandbox. We were all in the sandbox, all four of us playing together. It just happened to hit Remy in the head. Yeah, she was in the vicinity. Yep. And it made her head bleed. She had to get a staple, like whole ER experience. And what did he think about this? He was terrified. He didn't say... Of y'all? Of us, yes. Neither one of us spanked him immediately. Neither one of us yelled at him. That's probably for the best. No, yeah. Neither one of us yelled at him. Neither one of us said anything to him. We just like both went to Remy and we're like, her head's bleeding. Right. You had to care for her. I'm irrational. Jared's a, you know, first responder. He's like, head wounds bleed a lot. Like, she's probably fine, but we'll take her to get checked out just in case. And he's just so calm about the whole (laughs) thing. And I'm over here like, blood is literally pouring down my arm. Right. Her hair is red. We're going to the ER. (laughs) So, I'm, like, texting you, like, I can't work tomorrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> On my way to the ER. <laughs> and Jared's over here, like, it's fine. They'll probably just, like, numb it. But Mason didn't speak the whole time. They, it was, you know, sort of covid times. Mm-hmm. Jared was her comfort person back then. He went back with her. Mason and I had to sit in the waiting room. He did not say a word to me. 
This three-year-old child sat still for an hour and a half, didn't wiggle, didn't ask for anything, didn't ask to go to the bathroom, not for a snack, not for a drink, not for a nothing. He's so smart. He knew. He knew. When Remy came out with a popsicle and she, I mean, they changed her into a hospital gown and like sent her clothes home in a bag because they were so covered in blood. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Like her clothes were in a separate little bag. She came home in a gown and a diaper. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But Mason, as she was coming out, he was like, Mommy, I'm sorry. Mm. I was still mad. And so I was like, okay. Like, I'm just, I'm, I don't know what to say to you. I don't want, it was an accident is the thing. Mm-hmm. But you know not to throw things when you're mad. And this is exactly why. Right. Definitely a big example of exactly why. I've used this as an example before because he likes to throw things when he's mad. That is one of his go-tos is to throw something. Well, he did. He did it. But yeah, so I feel like that's been the hard, like the biggest thing we've had to punish for was that incident. And I think Jarrett and I handled it really well, actually. Like we didn't spank. We didn't yell. We tended to the one that was injured. Right. You both kept your cool. Yeah. So I think, you know, we're not always on the same page, but... We were unspokenly on the same page Mm -hmm. in that case. And he never did get spanked for that, even though it was a safety thing. Like, I'm going to let the dramatics of this whole event be the lesson. Obviously, he could feel that. He felt it. He's taken that in. And I mean, what was spanking him going to do? Right. He was already terrified. And that's my thing. I don't want him to be scared. I do want him to be safe. You are not going to run out into traffic. You are not going to run away from me in a parking lot. You are mm-hmm. not doing these things to get mm-hmm. kidnapped at the store, you know? Right. So I will spank you for some stuff. But just because you are mouthy or in a bad mood, like, what is spanking you really going to fix? Mm-hmm. I get in bad moods. If somebody came up and hit me, that would not put me that in would a not good help. mood. No. If I have an attitude, hitting me is not going to help me. No. Like, I want to help him. Right. Get through it. He takes a lot of help. Okay. To work through whatever is going on with him. Okay. So he needs a lot of He needs assistance. a lot. And, you know, timeouts don't work. He has thrown things and, like, beat his door up with things he's thrown at the door. And that's actually gotten a lot better. Okay. Like, we are making improvements. But it has been a, a journey. It has been a journey for you. To get here. Medicine. Yeah. Does Remy even get in trouble? She's just... You know, no. No. Not really. Every once in a while... She will do something, and I'm like, hey, we don't do that. And she will burst into tears and, like, cry. She's just devastated. So that's all you have to do with her. I just have to say, hey, don't let's not do that. And she's like, I can't believe I did it ever. She's like, I will never. I will never do it again. And she won't. That's Henry. Burst into tears. I think one time I put him in timeout, and it just killed his soul. Mm. See, I also base this off love language. Okay. Tell me how you feel about this. Okay. (laughs) Because I did love languages for kids. And Henry's is time and, like, being around people. Okay. So putting him in time out, that just about killed him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never, I really never have to say anything to him. But Emma, hers are words of affirmation. So putting her in time out, that didn't bother her. She was like, don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. She loves her space. Mm -hmm. But if I try to talk things out with her immediately, if she's upset, that is an absolute no-go. It fuels the fire. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go to war over this. Go to war. So she has to have time to calm down, have her space, and get calm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So she self-regulates. Yeah, she definitely can. Okay. Was it always like that? 
Well, when she was three, <laughs> these three-year-olds, these three-year-olds really start all the fights. Mm-hmm. I do not get mad. It's just not an emotion I typically carry. Oh, I know. <laughs> but with Emma, and Emma, if you're listening, I love you so much. <laughs> but with Emma at three years old, we really fought. Yeah. Really fought. Screaming out in the backyard. I mean, looking back now, it's almost unbelievable. Because it's not me. It's not her. It's not her. But we were really going through it. I'm telling you, something about three is terrible. And I'm saying all this stuff about Remy, and she's about to turn three in October. So watch out. Okay, hopefully that won't happen. It didn't (laughs) happen to Henry. Okay, maybe second born. I don't know what to blame it on. Yeah, so disciplining her. I mean, yeah, you just have to know each child. I mean, I know that sounds so cliche, Mm -hmm. but I cannot discipline them the same because they are nowhere near the same. Right. I have to do something for Emma to where she can calm down, cool mm-hmm. off, so we're not shouting at each other. Yeah. And she likes to have her alone time. Henry kills his soul. Cannot do that. We, yeah. are, we are going to chat about it right away, and he feels better while we're hugging, while we're hugging it out. See? Such a different experience, like mm-hmm. night and day. So I cannot recommend the love languages for kids enough. If y'all haven't read that, it says you won't know your child's love language it might even be until eight years old, but I could have told you both of my kids when they were three. I just think it's so noticeable mm-hmm. on what their love language is. See, and I've read the love languages for adults, but I haven't read the one for kids. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's the same. Same. Um, I couldn't tell you what Mason's is still. Okay. Like, because I feel, I mean, in part of the parenting difference I've tried positive reinforcement because right. obviously if the negative's not working or well I tried positive first because why wouldn't I right like why I'm not trying to make this hard on you or me mm-hmm. I want to stay in a good mood also right but you are not receptive to that did the positive work no and the negative didn't work for a minute no okay I mean I would love positive to work I I've tried talking until I'm blue in the face with him I have tried giving him space. I've tried redirection. And then connection, it's like a video I saw on Instagram. Yeah, like you, I, I love that. You redirect. you redirect from what they're doing. Yeah, and you also do time together. So like, hey, that's not cool. Let's go have a Nerf gun fight. But then we're going to talk about this. See, I love that. So like you get reestablish a connection. They know like, hey, I'm in trouble, but mom's still here and playing with me and loves me. Yes. But I I do come back around, hey, you know why we can't do that, right? So Mason is just uh, kind of a wild card and not receptive to any of it. And that is challenging. And I feel like his shifts all the time, too. Just because something worked on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with him, Thursday and Friday, it is not going to have any effect at all. Okay, that's so interesting. I know. I'm like, man. But now that he is four, it is chilling out a little bit. He does... He's always been verbal, but he's talking to me in a different way now. So maybe it'll come with age. I'm hoping so. I mean, I feel like it had a peak at three and a half. And I feel like we're kind of like on the downward, like we're going to make it now. Okay. I love to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you know, I started the year and we'll end the year with a three-year-old. Like Mason was three and Remy will be three. Okay. I can't wait to see how she is compared to him. I mean, she has some meltdowns sometimes. Like if you don't understand what she's saying she might lose her mind but that would be frustrating I don't know I'll just try to keep like their perspective in mind like when they are melting down I'm like okay if I said something five times and you didn't understand me and I really wanted or needed something I would be frustrated be upset so I get it I mean 
we all have these emotions. Yeah. It's not wrong that kids do. I mean, yeah. Like, I can stub my toe and that can really, like, irritate me to no end. But why when a kid does that, we're like, you're fine. Stop crying. Dry it up. Right. They might need a minute as well. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm just not trying to hold them to a standard that is not attainable for myself. Agreed. Okay, and the last one that y'all sent in that I also thought was really good is making time for each child. So my sister, she has an older and a younger, and her youngest one is attached to her hip. So she needs help making time for the older one. I actually had this experience. Emma felt like she really needed some one-on-one time with me. And Henry being younger, I did always have him with me because she was at school. Right. And so when she came home, Henry was there. So actually, when he started going to Red Barn, he could be there after I picked her up from school. So I would pick her up from school. She and I I would go to Berry Bear, get some ice cream, maybe go by the park. Nothing crazy. We didn't take off like a whole day or anything. No, just just like. One-on-one. One-on-one, like an hour or some time to just be with her. And yeah. then we would go pick up Henry. And I don't know if it is because he's younger, but he has never really needed that one-on-one time with me like she has. Maybe he just has more access when she started school. I mean, I had him at home with me right. every Monday when she was in school. But I did that a lot with her when I had the opportunity. I know everybody doesn't have their child in daycare as an opportunity but it doesn't have to be a full day like you could just go you can take moments somewhere super quick yeah and just have like a 20 minute stop for ice cream and they would love it so much and just have that one on one time with you right do you have to do that yet so mason is my one who needs the more one-on-one time and remy's just kind of chilling so maybe it's a firstborn secondborn like you know no matter when you have your kids or what the age gap is or how well they handle it in the moment, like the firstborn did used to have all the, the attention. So they're used to that. So they're used to that. So I feel like it makes sense that the firstborn would need some one-on-one like Emma did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess it could happen to either kid just depending on personality. True. Their personality type. Personality, love language, whatever you want to call it. Like they're their own people. So Mason needs one-on-one time more. Um, and that could literally be Remy is watching Paw Patrol. True. You get to watch your two episodes. I'm going to go play with your brother in the sandbox. Yeah, you don't even have to leave the house. No. or And, I mean, she'll even, like, take her tablet outside and watch it. So, like, she's still outside and I can visibly see her if she needed something. Or she's inside and I'm just in the sandbox for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long it is, to hang out with Mason. And, like, that's all I'm doing. When I'm doing these things, too, I think it's important when you are spending one-on-one time, you're not on your phone. Right, for sure. You put the phone down. Like the kids want to see you. Anything else can wait mm-hmm. that 20, 30 minutes. Right. Because, I mean, you can make a whole day date, sure. But, like, squeezing it in, like you said, where you can. Right. And you and Mason have done day dates, too, though, We right? have done day dates, yeah. So, being off, you know, two days a week is good because I'm like, okay, on Monday I'm going to knock out all my chores. And on Friday, you're staying home with me. I bet he loves that. He does. I'm like, you know... He, and that's the thing. I don't know about your kids, but my kids don't want anything, like, intricate. They don't want to go and do stuff yet. And I'm, I mean, that could change as they get older. But right now, Mason's like, yeah, I just want to play in the sandbox. I'm like, do you want to go, like, to the trampoline place? Do you want to go, like, get a new toy? He's like, no, I just want to play outside. He's fine. And I was like, okay, well, do you want to go get Chick-fil-A? And he's like, no, you can just make me a sandwich. 
Like, I'm like, I'm trying to get Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I actually wanted that. I already placed our order, so let's go pick it up. <laughs> you know, Henry is a homebody like that. Anytime like, he can be home. for food? He's fine. Now, maybe Mexican. Don't okay. tempt him with Mexican. Okay, some cheese dip. Yes, he will go for that anytime. But Emma, I mean, she's fine, too. She does love a trampoline park. Um... I don't even know what else, but yeah, they're pretty good with being home. Yeah, I'm like, Mason just doesn't even want a lot on our day dates. And I've done day dates with Remy too. So Remy was in speech therapy. Um, she graduated, but when she was in it, we would just make that like our girls' day. Yeah, that's fun too. And for girls' day, she didn't want to do anything. Like, she would let me paint her nails, but she wasn't trying to go anywhere or do anything either. Okay, now when so, she gets older, she'll want you to take her to Marshall's or Well, that's fine. I'm like down. That. Yes, shopping day day. But yeah, that's fine. I just... I don't know. I think as parents, we sometimes like build up what a day date should be or like what this quality time should look like. And our kids don't want to go and do. Right. It can be really small you can and easy. And read them a book. Like yeah. just them. Like, hey, you go watch TV and decompress. I'm reading to your brother right now. Yeah. And that is something I've told both of my kids too. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this with your sister right now. Yeah. Please give us five minutes. Or hey, I'm doing this with your brother. Please give me five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, unless there's blood, this is their time. Yeah, that's Because I know, like, you know, my kids weren't always in daycare. I did watch them a lot, and they were very young. So I think just, like, from a young age, I was like, hey, I have to do this with your brother. And I made it sound like it was a necessity. Like, I'm reading this book to your brother. Please do something else for a minute. Mm-hmm. So you had to split that time. Yeah, and I just made, I verbalized it as, like, a priority to them, like, the same as, hey, I'm feeding your sister. Hey, I'm reading to your sister. Like, I didn't say, well, when we get done with this, like, no, this is what has to be done, so we're doing it. Yeah, these things have to happen. And yeah, I think just keep it simple. I think that's the easiest, especially with kids. They don't want a lot. No. And if you're just trying to seek quality time, and like, if you have a clingy one, like, see, that's the thing. I wouldn't call Mason, like, clingy, but he definitely, I think a lot of his behavior is attention-seeking. Mm-hmm. Just having that time with him and doing what he wants, I overcomplicated it at first. Mm-hmm. Because then I was like, oh, we're going to go this and we're going to go do that. And he's like, I just want to like chill at home with you. Yeah, he's like, I'm fine. So it was my misinterpretation at first, I think that was a problem because mm-hmm. I was doing too much. Right. Easier the better. Yeah. And they're happy. And they're happy. That's literally what he wanted. So mm-hmm. I think don't overthink making time. Okay. I love it. Okay, and we want all of y'all to send us in your funniest kid stories. Yes. Anything that we can read out loud on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Anything funny they've said, they've done, any kids you've been around, they don't have to be your own kids, and we'll read them on here. Yeah, or even something that happened like a long time ago and it wasn't funny in the moment, but, but now, now it's like the story you tell people. Yes, so send us all of those in. Yes. And thank y'all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us, um, subscribe to our podcast, Bomb Talk TN. Yes. Bye. Bye.